Welcome to the UMMC Bible Study Podcast, a podcast produced with students at UMMC. My name is Tim Chen, and I'm a former graduate of the UMC Medical School. Currently, I'm a family physician practicing in Mississippi. The goal of our podcast is to help our students and their families grow closer with the Lord and stronger in their faith and walk with God. With the rigors of school, it can be difficult to spend time with the Lord as well as fellowship with other believers. We hope that this podcast uplifts you during this challenging time and encourages you in your journey with God. Welcome back to the UMMC Bible Podcast. We're glad to have you. Thanks for spending a little of your precious time with us today. Today, I've got Christian here again with me. And today, like last week's podcast, we want to experience God. Thanks for being here, Christian. Glad to be here. Let's jump right into it. We are going to be in Genesis 26 today. What we will be reading might seem like another historical lesson, but I would say that the principle we will see today is just as grand as seeing the vision of the tree of life, as well as the ark of God. You might be wondering what in the world in Genesis 26 could be as important as the ark or the tree of life. Let's read and find out. Today we are reading Genesis 26:18, and then we'll also be linking it to John chapter 4. I'll go ahead and read Genesis 26, and then Christian, if you don't mind reading John chapter 4. The words we want to focus on here are wells and flowing living water. This is Genesis 26, 18, and 19a. Then Isaac dug again the wells of water which had been dug in the days of his father Abraham. For the Philistines had stopped them up after the death of Abraham, and he gave them the same names which his father had given them. But when Isaac's servants dug in the valley and found there a well of flowing water. Now go ahead, Christian, read John chapter 4. How about I'll start with verse 10 in chapter 4 of the book of John. Jesus answered and said to her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is who says to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you have no bucket, and the well is deep. Where then do you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank of it himself, as well as his sons and his cattle? Jesus answered and said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water shall thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water that I will give him shall by no means thirst forever. But the water that I will give him will become in him a fountain, a fountain of water springing up into eternal life. Thanks, Christian. Now, I think we are starting to see the connection. When I read Genesis chapter 26 back in the day, I always read it like another history lesson. A good to know for Bible trivia kind of thing. But in John chapter 4, the setting is actually at one of the wells that Jacob dug. And here, God reveals something marvelous concerning water and fountains and eternal life. Christian, can you expound on this a little? Yeah, I think um, connecting these Old Testament verses to some of these New Testament verses we're going to get into, we see this is actually very experiential, right? This matter of a well... It becomes something that we can experience, especially here in John chapter 4. Like 
what's going on in these verses. At this point in the book of John, the Lord starts having these one-on-one sessions with people. And we covered this in our Bible study uh, years past, right? And the Lord is just meeting these people right where they are. And he's and he meets this Samaritan woman at a well. But ultimately, the Lord diagnoses her real condition, right? She's thirsty. She's seeking something, and she's just not satisfied. And we can tell that because the Lord points out to her, go and get your husband. And she says, I don't have a husband. He says, that's right. You've had five, and the one you're with right now is not your husband. So... She was very dissatisfied. So that was her condition. And the Lord, knowing her condition, gave her this treatment, so to speak, and which is the living water, to take care of her thirst. And so applying that to ourselves, I'm sure we've all experienced some amount of dissatisfaction in life, even with achievement or money or fill in the blank it's satisfying for a little bit it's not long lasting so the lord here is offering long lasting satisfaction that's awesome christian let's focus on this for a minute the lord as a great physician is making an amazing diagnosis here the samaritan woman has had five husbands and now she's with another and it's not her husband In my mind, I'm thinking things like, wow, she just has bad taste in men, or she's got a big character flaw, or maybe she was raised in a bad family, so she's made bad choices. All these psychoanalysis things. But the Lord nailed the diagnosis. You are thirsty. You're looking for something to satisfy you. You're desperate for something to satisfy you. And you're looking for it in everything. And everything you found satisfies you only momentarily. But then it's gone, and you have to look again. What you thirst for, you can't find on this earth. You have to come to me. This reminds me of Jeremiah 2.13. It says, For my people have committed two evils. They abandoned me, the fountain of living waters, to carve out for themselves cisterns, broken cisterns that do not hold water. The world is constantly carving out broken jars to try to satisfy their thirst. And I would even dare to say many of us Christians, according to this verse, are still carving out broken cisterns. The Lord here says, My people have abandoned me. We are His people. And though we are saved in our day-to-day experience, we might still be trying to find satisfaction elsewhere. Now, before we move on, I want to point out a major point here. God is a fountain of living waters. We might have the concept that God is God and he gives you a cup of living water like a kid at a lemonade stand. But according to Jeremiah, he is a fountain. They aren't separate. When we believed into the Lord Jesus, we came to him, the fountain of living waters. And we drank him, and we were saved, and we were finally satisfied. Hallelujah! In addition, he didn't just give us a drink and said, Now you're good forever. Have a nice life. No, the water that we drink, according to John 4, becomes something. It becomes in him a fountain springing up. It becomes a perpetual daily moment-by-moment supply. Or rather, he as a fountain in you becomes a daily satisfaction to you. That is amazing, actually. Um, The Lord says, you know, the water that 
I will give you, it becomes a fountain. So then you've got like, you have something that is now producing a source inwardly. I mean, obviously this is not <laughs> something physical, but I, th I think it really highlights something maybe we don't have enough experience of. But this is what the Lord says, that once you've received this water, and I, I would say receiving the water is like having received the Lord into our life, but also having tasted, you know, enjoying. We've, we've talked so much about enjoying God, right, with the tree of life. That's what God wants. He wants us to enjoy him, to partake of him. And when you've enjoyed him, then it becomes in you a source. And I was just considering like, wow, like I need to remember this throughout my week when I'm in some very dry situation throughout the day. I've got a fountain in my spirit, I've got a fountain in my innermost part. We're ones uh, who have tasted something, who've drank the Lord. And um, there's a always available supply there. Wow. Yes, Christian, I have to remember it too. We have this awesome fountain, which is actually God as a fountain in our heart. We've been singing about Jesus in our heart since children's Sunday school. But what is he doing there? According to John 4 and Jeremiah 2, one aspect is that he is a fountain there. He's a flowing fountain, a fresh supply to us. Every day, in every situation, he wants us to turn to him inwardly and enjoy him as a fountain. Whether you're studying, you're doing experiments, I'm seeing patience, things can get very quote-unquote dry. Usually in these times, we might go look for other sources of satisfaction, but we have a fountain. God is here in us as a fountain of living waters. We can turn to Him and drink. But let's be honest. Sometimes in our experience, it doesn't work. We know the fountain is in there, but why doesn't it seem to flow out? Let's actually go back to Genesis 26, 18. Because something happened to the fountain. It says the Philistines stopped them up. In typology, the world stopped up your fountain. The anxieties of life have stopped up my fountain. What do we do with that? Well, like Isaac, we have to dig. How do we dig? The word, prayer, and confession on repeat. Every morning we come to the living word, the word that causes us to pray and to confess, to repent, to cry out to God. This is how we dig. And as we dig and dig, the water starts to come. Our thirst starts to be quenched, and we are truly satisfied. How awesome and experienceable and applicable is this? I was just considering as you were speaking, you know, we have a fountain installed within us. It's not just for us, though, eventually. We become ones who can water other people. We take care of <laughs> this fountain by digging, taking care of our conscience, getting into the Word. That brought up quite a few verses for me, being washed in the Word. The Word is living and operative and sharp. But I was just considering even more like, not just for me, but for the sake of those around me. <laughs> Do I want to be someone who's watering other people? Like what's coming out of me, you know? Is it life? Or is it just complaining and, you know, all kinds of whatever? And... Anyway, it's it's so important 
this matter of taking care of our, our fountain within. Hallelujah, Christian. You know, I started out the podcast saying that the experience of drinking Christ as a fountain of life is on par with seeing the vision of the ark. Why is that? It's because without drinking God as a fountain daily, we have no way to cooperate with God in anything that He's doing. We have no supply for our daily living. Today, many of us have our fountains so stopped up that we are spiritually dying of thirst. This then forces us to try and find other sources. But like we read today in Jeremiah, all other sources keep drying up. And then we're back to square one. But praise the Lord, we can dig. We can dig every moment in the living word. The word is operative. The word is light. It shines on us. We cooperate with the operating word to remove all the dirt. And now the water starts to trickle out. We keep digging. And this trickling now becomes a stream. We keep digging. And now it becomes rivers. Enough to satisfy us and enough to satisfy those around us. How marvelous is this? Guys, I don't have a 10-step program to help you get control of sin or a 7-step plan to be a better you. All I can do is point you to Christ as a living fountain. In my experience, He as the living water will satisfy you. He as the living water is the only thing that will quench your thirst. My prayer is that God would open our eyes this week, cause us to dig this week, cause us to be drinking people this week, cause us to also cause those around us to come to God as a living fountain. Praise the Lord, my brothers and sisters. I hope you enjoy Him as your fountain this week. See y'all next week. Oh, come to the fountain of life, the fountain that never ends dry. Oh, drink of the boundless supply, for Christ is the fountain of life. I have come to the fountain of blood that for guilt and uncleanness doth flow. I have washed in its cleansing blood, and my garments are whiter than snow. I count not my righteousness mine, tis Jesus that lives in my soul. I partake of His nature divine, and in Him I am perfectly whole. Oh, come to the the fountain that never ends dry Oh, drink of the boundless supply For Christ is the fountain of life Oh, come to the fountain of life The fountain that never runs dry Oh, drink of the boundless supply, for Christ is the fountain of life.